Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is the weekly video games podcast where we give our impressions of the games that you can play today and react to the latest news from the wonderful world of video games. We're here every Monday on your favourite podcast app and YouTube absolutely free. This time I'm joined by one of the OG members of the podcast... On the very first podcast, which actually went up a few weeks ago, it was a classic episode over the bank holiday, it's not Hall, who we had the other week, it's Logan. What's going on? Unbelievable. It just doesn't happen very often. No. Um, as we were just saying off off of this, um, it probably helps when I play games, um, and not just any games, games that are sort of semi-new out. I'm usually, well. or have been of late, a little bit late to the party and stuff. So You've been rotting been- as well. Let's be honest. There has been some rot. There has been some rot. There's no two ways about that. Um, but I got out of it, played uh, played Creed, got that done. 100 and something hours wasted there. That's and then, true. Um, pulled me out of the bins and we're starting to play stuff again. So it's all good. It is indeed. Now, I hope you weren't offended. I didn't actually give you an accolade at the start. So normally I'll say the gaming quiz winner or the fantasy gaming league winner two time or whatever it might be. Because you haven't actually won anything individually, nope. um, I could say you've won. You've been part of the winning fantasy gaming league team three times, but I don't know if that sounds if that's worthwhile I mean, calling out. No one's been ref. I've no one been has ref. been ref. That should resident ref. Yeah. Right. I'll forget that. So <laughs> it'll be two years before you come back. So that's well. Uh, it's always possible. Depends oh, whether I f- find myself in another game in right or not. It's the resident ref. It's Logan. How about that? That's better for people. Yep. Sort of cut that Works. in. Post-edit whoever's producing this. Oh, it's me. Bollocks. <laughs> Made more work for myself. Um, before we get into the meat of this particular show, as usual, you can support the podcast and Dimp Digital as a wider team two ways, really. Patreon.com forward slash idle game chat is the place to go there. Put and in pocket. Or on Twitch, twitch.tv slash digital, and you'll be able to subscribe to the channel either using your Amazon Prime membership, which means it'll be free to yourself, or you can, again, put and in pocket, free tiers available, loads of emotes, uh, and you'll be notified when we go live and record these episodes, plus all the other great streaming that Hall mainly does. I sometimes do, and paper dips in as well. Um, and we sometimes get treated to Dave Cam. So that's a real treat. That's like once a month, if that. So those are the places to go if you want to do that. If you don't want to, well, up to you in it, really. But I'll tell you what I could do with some more money, as everyone could. So you've been out the game a while in terms of being on these podcasts to mm-hmm. cast, critique, and opinion. We last had you on for the, the quiz, the referee. Yeah. Norm- normally get the first two rounds wrong, don't you? And then you hit your swing and then I've, I can rely on you because a couple of times that we've come out of different scores and you've had to be corrected. But I think after two or three rounds, you kind of get your eye in. Yeah, it takes me a little while uh, to get going on those uh, on those quizzes because we fart ass around for half hour before. It's high pressure then... as well because there's all those squabblers there and any any mistake, they'll jump on it. They do and will. Um, but as you say, generally, I'll get there in the end. 
that's generally my motto yeah might not get it right first but i'll get there in the end no exactly so we're here to primarily talk about games that we've been playing and one game that logan and i have been putting a lot of time into the past few weeks is outriders people can fly um that's the developer game pass so before we start i mean was that the only reason it was getting a sniff in really in your eyes well it weren't really on the menu originally Uh, that's the reality it kind of was on my kind of semi on my radar but i'd kind of written it off um usually i wait to be approached for these sort of things i don't (laughs) actively necessarily go out and try and you're not head i saw it yeah i can't be doing with that head hunting um i'll be head hunted but i ain't doing it the other way around generally um and then i sort of because we've been the division ages ago didn't we well i did i forced that we've been over this well i think that was part i mean i could have i know full well i could have made it happen but i i think to be honest when it started slowing up and nothing got said i was like oh respite Mm. so that got a pretty long hiatus i think and then i texted you didn't i a couple of weeks back well about a month ago and i said probably should kick this off again because it's lurking in the background on that on that backlog pile um and you originally yepped it and then you went hang about we could do this Mm -hmm. um if you want we'll we'll bung this outriders on so i had a little look in i was like yeah why not same different same new um and that's what that's what kicked it all off really yeah that was pretty much it the fact that it was coming to game pass day and date i mean i wouldn't have normally gone out and found this and paid for it I know that's before even pick up the, the gamepad to play, but I'm guessing the same for you. It was never going to get purchased in any other way unless it was really cheap on a digital offer somewhere. Like It's not getting purchased day one, was it? No, it's one of them games that we'd normally... I mean, even The Division we, we got um, when it was on offer. I think the, yeah, the original one and Div 2 we got on offer. So <clears throat> it, would been, it would have been one of those games, but if you've already got Game Pass and it's out day one, it's like a bit of a no-brainer not to, not to have a look, really yeah absolutely so we we boot up outriders what do you have any expectations going to this do you know roughly what it is i mean i'm sure you see that it's third person you're hearing that it's got co-op in it it might have loot it looks a little bit like gears of war but you've got powers i mean what before the game's even been started what is what's happening is it's as it's being powered up and you're thinking right what am i getting in for here yeah i mean when um I did have a little look into it, but I don't like to look too far because I don't, I don't like setting expectations really. Mm. But there was um, uh, a Twitch stream going on. A lot of them got obviously paid as they do to play it um, day one, and I watched a little bit of that stream. Not yeah. too much. I watched about 15, 20 minutes of it, and um, it kind of gave me a bit of a feel for it. But the, the, the initial feel I got was mixture between Gears of War, The Division and destiny hmm. but obviously destiny only in terms of the uh, real far-reaching link it was kind of destiny because it was the way that it had the um end of the world kind of save your business and it, it, right, I mean, it's yeah. different but the same kind of stuff obviously it's a destiny's a first person this is a third person but it was kind of mishmash of all that stuff and yeah. that's what i kind of expected going into it um anything with loot is generally 
a bit of a sniffer for me. The only one that never really resonated was that bloody Borderlands, but maybe that's uh, my fault. I don't know. Well, no, again, when you were playing on the old 360, I think. No, was it? I remember you was playing on the one, maybe. Something happened, you had awful mm. frame rates, which yeah, actually that, was... is coming full circle with this game in a way, of other technical issues that we'll get to, but... Yeah, I think I was playing it via backwards compatibility. We mm. might have originally started playing it on the 360. Like, we're going back years yeah. now. Um, but then I remember starting it again when it was backwards compatible. Oh, no, it was the board. It was the collection that came out. Yeah. And that's where we picked it up again. And that just kind of fell off. Um, quite quickly fell off quite well, quickly yeah. it was it was all like when you opened a chest there was only ever one gun between four of you or three of you yeah. and that when, mm. when you got Hall in your team you ain't going to get he's the always best quick gear. to that loot he nicks he's it got, even, if, he, even yeah. if you don't need it he'll have it and I, yep. get, I get annoyed slightly and then I remember I withheld a, a fucking sniper rifle from you for longer than I should have done because I wasn't even using it and you were a yeah. dedicated sniper man then <laughs> after that things get binned but Outriders itself, so we boot it up, we play it. What do you start getting to some of like the, the sort of the headline parts of the game? I guess how how things operate. High level, and I'll I'll give a little bit of opinion, then just hand it over to you. Story and like narrative, not really your forte. Sort of more what I'm interested in. My overall view of the game is this is having played it. We've played it to completion, and we've done one session of the end game type jobby. So we've got a rough understanding of how that works, but we spent a lot of time with the campaign because, spoiler alert, it's fucking long. You've really got to buckle up for that one if you want to get through it all. Um, in terms of the story, I felt like the actual moment-to-moment story was actually pretty bad at times, like not that great. But I must say, I did like the lore elements, like the world they'd set, like the overall setting, like... They had to leave Earth because the planet was fucked and that might become a reality very soon for people. I mean, I got told the other day to hand my pet in because it's emissions were getting too high. And I was like, well, I mean, where are we going with that? But that's, that's a different podcast, unfortunately. And um, they left Earth, gone, found a new planet. That goes to shit. And like the all the, the effort they put in to build this world, I actually quite enjoyed that effort. I felt that's actually still got potential in there somewhere. Um, but I didn't really think the the journey you go on as a player was that good with the narrative beats. What's what's your opinion of the the story? It's normally for you a means to an end, but it can be a nice bonus for these little games. Yeah, similar to you in that I liked, like I, I was more into the story when it started. So yeah. the way that they set the scene and and things like that, the fact that they're in cryo, the, the stuff with the Earth, they found this new planet that they're gonna you know um bring everyone down to and start a new civilization on this planet i was like yeah i'm all down with that but as the story progresses it it definitely loses impact Mm. um and you you know you you think you're trying to find this sort of the end if you like you're just searching for something (laughs) and it's always it's just it just loses meaning i think after a while um so, yeah, I mean, the, the story generally in these sorts of games is, is, as you said, it's usually a means to an end, and as it is for me, it normally is in these sort of games. Yeah. But I like the lore. The story was a bit wishy-washy and a bit confusing. Mm. Um, it didn't, it didn't piece it together as well and as clearly as I would like. And I think that's kind of 
probably a little bit of a theme of the game really it doesn't it doesn't do enough to to tell you in your face what's what's going on basically there is also the element we have to consider that whenever you're playing a game like this with another person we played the whole thing cooperatively just us two there is there is a chance that we're not paying full attention because I'm trying to say something ridiculous or we're chatting. Like, I don't think we did it too badly during cutscenes, but no, we definitely we were reacting to certain moments and going, Ooh, like, and then that, that can take you out of it. So, But I think overall it's a fair assessment. It's not necessarily because we weren't paying attention 100% of the time, but that is a consideration for people. Yes, we weren't completely silent throughout this. We were chatting. But we're normally pretty respectful to each other. I mean, I know that you always like silence in cutscenes. and yeah, but then I'll start so- talking myself. Yeah, but that's your choice then. I think, well, he's broken that silence. That's his problem. Um, but it's little things, really. So one thing the Division does well is it makes you listen to those bits of lore, whereas this just chucks it. It says you've picked up a note, read it yourself, and it's like, I'm never yeah, going to read that. Yeah, hundreds um, of collectibles, like yeah. madness. And that's what I mean when I say it could do more in terms of telling you what's going on and keeping you updated rather than you know expecting me to read through a book's worth of of notes there's so much that i checked it the other day and i was like good lord mm. we haven't got everything we got most of it didn't get everything mm. but most of it we got and i was like jesus christ it would literally take hours to read through all this um yeah i think one of the one thing the story definitely suffers with and this this will feed nicely into perhaps the the gameplay at some point but we're just going to go there now is the overall length of this campaign I mean, what did we do? We checked the the stats, and I think we clocked in at just under thirty hours, or just over thirty just hours. Over. Now, yeah. <clears throat> normally that's not that can be a blessing, a curse. We've both played Creed hundred odd hours and been happy to spend our time doing that. But this felt like not just from a story perspective, but also just from gameplay and mechanics that it all kind of ran dry. I think they could have chopped a third off this. It should have been 20 hours, somewhere with 15 to 20 hours would have been much more palatable because particularly on the end stretch where it just felt like filler and it's going on and on and on. That's, where, that's when things felt like they stalled a hell of a lot was in that last third. And I felt like you could have truncated that, chopped off some bits in the middle, made a bit of a, a more of a 20 hour package. Then you, your gameplay is not as worn out. You're not as frustrated perhaps. Uh, and then the end game's still there if you want to go further and you're pr- perhaps not as burnt out. Um, what do you make of the, the length of the game for the, the story and the, the narrative pieces? Yeah, I, I think it could have been shorter. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's the hard problem though, is, isn't it? Is, Cause people want value for money, but it comes at the yeah, cost of enjoyment sometimes. It definitely. And I wouldn't say I ever found it particularly... From, the, from, an, from an aspect of solely the length of the campaign, I don't feel like... That was the main issue. I feel like the main issue is, and this is where we get into the structure and and the gameplay of it, Mm. is that largely the enemy visually changes, but the style of what you're doing never does. Mechanically, it doesn't really improve or advance, does it? You said they all change skins, for lack of a better word, but they approach you in very much a similar way that they did day one. Yeah, and you've got the same type of enemies in everything that do and behave similarly, almost, yeah. in similar environments with a similar 
layout of cover and and stuff um so that's the bit for me that got exhausted you kind of you know you, you walk up to know if it goes clear the area and it's like yeah i knew that like uh, you yeah, know almost before <clears throat> you've even got there what you what you're doing it's clear down the area or, yeah. or whatever so i think that's what runs makes it run drier is the lack of variety in, yeah. in the enemy type i think yeah, there was not. There's not too many. I, I, I actually felt like they responded, and the AI wasn't actually too bad. Like they, they do keep you on your toes at time. Oh. I know it's it. You, you can't be sitting, and this will we'll get into this. I know this was an issue for you, but trying to hang back wasn't really an option because you're getting bum rushed all the time. Um, but I, 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 especially in the early games, all the different types of enemies felt enjoyable. But it's rinse and repeat far too much, and then by the back end, it's just you're just playing the numbers game, and it's it's you know exactly what what the enemies are going to do how they're going to react and all they do really is increase the number of people to make it harder there's no there's no real <laughs> increase in intelligence yeah, it's chuck chuck more turk chuck like more turk that, that increase becomes... increase your, your <laughs> fuck it their resistance so you put more bullets in them make it longer and it's a very simple formula it's worked but it's not particularly um doesn't doesn't set the world on fire for me anyway no same here i think you know i agree with what i understand what you mean when they're you say the the AI isn't too bad mm. from the you know basically everything will at some point essentially run at you and that's that's what happens and that's in a way you could say it's clever because it stops you hanging back but when you've got different character builds designed for different things yeah. it it becomes a bit of a muddle really yeah um, and that's where I started getting snarled up. Yeah, let's move into the classes and and how that affects your gameplay because you can pick what four classes to start with. I can't remember the names. I I chose Devastator, I think it's called, um, and that was essentially it was it was billed as a tank class. Now, did I feel like a tank? Not really. Not on World Tier Seven and Eight. I didn't feel like a tank. I felt like a a weak human hiding behind cover, just picking shots off. So I'm not quite sure what they were getting out of that label. Um, what did you go for? I actually can't remember who you went for now. Was it the Pyromancer or the other one, the more ranged I think fella? it's called... It was a ranged fella. Technomancer's in my ah, okay. head, but yeah. that could be nonsense. No, 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 no that's, that's the one that. with turrets, yeah. And you mm. love them turrets, so... They're always useful. Any game like that, chuck down a turret. Chuck down a turret, sit back, sip a coffee, and then you're away, aren't you? Yeah. So you picked a more ranged character. I picked a more close-in character. So we, we, in reality, on the battlefield... In theory, we should have been further apart, but the way that they make all the classes quite unique is that there's they all have a different healing mechanic. You don't pick up any health just on the battlefield. You essentially heal. So in my case, I healed when I would kill or damage a higher-powered enemy, like an elite, uh, within a certain range. So I had to be sort of within 10 metres of them, and that would fill my healing bar. So I had to be quite close to, to, to re-heal myself which at times was a bit of a blessing. That's quite cool to do that. But other times when you, you're already getting your ass burnt, the last thing you want to do is be standing in front of these cunts or being near them. So it made things quite tricky at, at times. What was your healing ability on the Technomancer? Was it just purely damage from damage. weapon range? That was it. Any any ability, that any damage healed me, which sounds good, but when you just want to catch your breath you just got to keep standing out there and shooting them or chucking your turret out or doing one of your powers or whatever it is mm. is what got me in trouble a lot is the inability just to take a breath yeah 
that's a that's an interesting approach. I don't know. I don't, not necessarily saying it is good, but in many games you, you sit back, you're quite defensive. Like I can kind of see what they were trying to do in making it. You know, you have to kind of be aggressive to keep yourself topped up. I just don't think it always delivered at times, particularly on the more challenging difficulties. It's just not an option, and I, there's no. something there's something just off of the balance in there. Um, but I mean, would you would you consider it's not a good direction to do that, or perhaps it was actually okay from a phil- philosophical point of view, but perhaps just didn't work for us because a we're not really used to that that style of play, and b you know the balancing was probably a bit off and it, it didn't really give us a hand there. Well, I've never played a game where, and this is what I said to you right, well, pretty soon in, I was like, yeah. it's just counterintuitive to everything games have taught me yeah, yeah. over the last 20 years. Like, it's, it, it, you always expect that if you kind of get back, get in cover, wait for yourself to heal up or whatever, like, and then get back in the fight. And you constantly find yourself doing that, but it's it doesn't help you because those snippers will get you and they don't miss. No. Um, so, so you find yourself back at the back of the fight, unable to heal because you can't hit anything, and you just get in hit with snipers. And it it takes a bit of getting used to where you just have to go right. I know I'm getting hurt here, but I've just got to continue keep firing my weapon or whatever. Mm. And that is what I found damaged my ability to use other weapons as well because I had to just go with the guns. It's got the most bullets that I can just continue shooting so I can continue to get heals. The high RPM, yeah, they definitely... I mean, mine was slightly different in that if I killed an enemy, it would would generally heal me. So I could get away with the shotgun that was slow if it blew the head off and killed them. But they were definitely against the elites where where I'd get it from damaging them like a submachine gun or a light machine gun was almost essential to keep health topped mm. up because it's the only way there's no good me firing off one sniper bullet every five seconds because that weren't going to be the required standard and the required level of healing I was going to get. Yeah, that's exactly what I found. So my class was meant to be a sniper class. That's yeah. why all my buffs went the, the, and what it was designed to do. But for a large, I mean, there are times when I used it to pick off other stuff, but largely it's a case of poking your head out there and just letting off for bullets because you're doing damage and you're getting healed at the same time so it just removes really any any element of tactical thinking from it because it just becomes hold the button down and shoot everything so that you Mm. do damage and get heals yeah um i mean i don't mind it on its own but i just feel like whenever you're in cover or if you you know like if you if you don't take damage for a period of time you start regening health i think that should be a mechanic yeah it did it regened a little bit of your health maybe like a quarter but not in and that the thing was as well i don't think it even matters necessarily what world tier you choose or what, what difficulty level you your health evaporates so quickly and when you're out yeah. in the open like it, it's a joke mm. and where i found it difficult is because my class was described to me as a tank mm. i was under the impression i could walk stuff down and, look, I, and sometimes I could walk stuff down, but very often I was running back to you, my towel between my legs. So I got in a state because, mm. you know, my character wasn't wasn't built and never got to the stage where his health or resistance was high enough to take any reasonable amount of damage for me to really get up close and, and do it. So I had to be mm. very in and out, really, and yeah, only, and, then- and jump in really if I was desperate to to get health i'd have to just do like a, one of my launch attacks and hope it killed them on on the on the drop to respawn otherwise i'd land next to them not get any heals they would finish me off and then you'd be picking me up 
and that's a leads to another issue where you have to steam off one of a better term to do your thing mm. and then everything just runs anything between you and me half of it runs at me yeah. and i ain't equipped to deal with all that so i just end up backing up with me with me back against the wall with an lmg out yeah and um, i think me going forward would also trip new spawns yeah so it'd pile more enemies in and yeah. you had a particular issue we don't know if it was network or Xbox One, because I was playing this on the Series X, Logan was on the Xbox One, because he was in my party, all my load times were brought down to his level, I think we did a quick comparison, mine took about 3 seconds, yours was about 30 to 40, so I was getting dragged down to his level, which is annoying, and we don't know whether it is network, we don't know whether it is the Xbox One, we don't know what it was, but every time uh, a, a set of new enemies would spawn into the arena, or the area you're fighting, Logan's... I never got to see it because I wasn't watching his screen. He was obviously sitting in his house whilst he was playing. I was in mine. His mm. his experience dipped completely. I mean, explain to the audience exactly what would happen when new enemies would come in. And, and actually, was it a useful trigger in the end? Well, yeah, I mean, it's really simple. It just It's just lag. And I'd just rubber bands around a little bit. And I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, oh, was it lag or is it performance? You know, is it that poor old seven-year-old Xbox struggling? Mm, but it, it's, it can't be, because if it was struggling, it would be, like, juddery. Yeah. It wasn't juddery. It was just, it, it, you know, I play enough online games to know when, it's, when it feels like lag, and that's what it felt like. So it just spawned a load of stuff in, and I'd just start rubber banding around a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I'd be like, right, apps, more more stuff's spawned in. It was just, it'd become a warning for yeah. you to get back a little bit because I know stuff's coming. But I, I mean, I got used to that a bit in the end. But when I was first dying, I was like, what's going on here? Why well, can't I eat anything? You know, what's what's all this about? I'm trying to snip someone's head off and I've got that going on. No. Um, but yeah, that, that, that wasn't ideal. Um, it'd be interesting. I, I, I do need to go back and do that just out of curiosity because it's going to bite at, bite at me if I don't. But it would be interesting to see if it does that on PC or other Xbox um, Series X consoles. If it is connection, it shouldn't make any difference. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, I want to talk about the world tier next because they do quite a sh- strange difficulty level type sliding scale jobby. So it reminds me of Diablo when we played that. Mm. We started unlocking about 30 different difficulty levels. I don't think we ever moved it up off the one we were on. It was all like, what's going on there? And this has a very mm. similar one. It has 15 levels that you can unlock, and you have to unlock them. You can't just dump it on the, the highest level. Essentially, each level would have its a set criteria of of like enemy level. So if you were on a harder difficulty, they might be two levels above your, your current level or one level above or three levels above, and it just keeps going. So it, get, it can get really silly. Um, and then the percentages of drops for rare and legendary items would increase the higher you went. Your your standard XP stayed the same, so you would level up in theory exactly the same. But if you wanted better drops, um, you would, you're encouraged to put it on a higher world tier. Now, we got to it. I think level four is what hard is considered, and that means the enemy levels are one above you and your drops are like 120%, blah, 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 blah. We got to, we unlocked tier level eight, world tier eight, and I think we're at, before that point, we were hitting a bit of a wall with seven, struggling, 
and it just became very very difficult um and we switched it back to four we switched it back to hard which is still technically hard now what do you make of that as a system there because in theory there's a lot of leeway for the player to kind of tweak it to the right level that fits them but I could have done with having my hand held a little bit and helped because I felt like we were just we were updating it every time it was getting progressively harder and harder we hit a wall and we went right back down to four and it became really easy for a while then started catching back up but I never felt like we got the difficulty right and there are just to add to the irritants there's some insane difficulty spikes on some of the bosses and some of the checkpoint and they fucking chuck at you during the game so that doesn't help either but there's a lot of options here I just feel like they haven't directed us as players where we where we best fit no I mean it obviously starts you off right at the bottom and then yeah. it, it has a mechanic where it lets you it will just automatically bump up the tier so you, as you gain more XP and you level up you you unlock these newer or these more these more difficult um world tiers which is fine but it was only when we really got to seven or eight that we actually looked at the difficulty and it was like core it's like master or something and we were like <laughs> yeah. no wonder we're struggling here like why are we making this this harder for ourselves mm. and it's you know it, it we had to check it in the end didn't we and have a look and see like, no what's 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 the story and we had to go online and do a bit of research and it's kind of like again it goes back to the game just kind of letting you it doesn't. It doesn't babysit you through anything, really. It, it doesn't no. explain to you the the class skills, setting them up, how you know anything. It just lets you guess, really. And it was the same with these world tiers. It was just a case of. I mean, we did say we'll just keep doing it until it becomes yeah silly, silly, which it which it did in the end. Um, <laughs> but it, it it almost makes you feel bad for doing it on like hard, like that, we're, yeah, we're, and. It, we bumped it down didn't we um and we were like well yeah this is this is making it more manageable mm. but yeah it just it just needs to explain that and I, i'm not sure whether in these sort of games it, it works for me mm. i mean I, I think tying it to your level or your you know whatever numbers that you're getting as long as you're getting better gear it should be tied to that and then it only needs a bit either way to say do you want it a bit easier or do you want it a bit harder than this like the game should naturally make it challenging yeah um it shouldn't need me to fettle with 15 different settings ultimately at some point it, it shouldn't need that no. and i think as you get further into the game anyway i mean i wouldn't have wanted to try some of the later stuff on anything higher than what we were doing it on oh no absolutely not like it does get it does get challenging and like i said with those difficulty spikes it's not akin to to sticking something up your ass just suddenly just to keep you on your toes which is not ideal so yeah i think uh i kind of like the idea of it but i think in the way it's panned out for 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 outriders in the fact that it didn't really we had to go online to really suss out exactly what we were doing like where are we going to miss out by having it not on the highest available difficulty i think that was our main concern Mm. because it suggested that perhaps we should auto level it up but that was not the case i mean all it meant was that we got lower level gear, um, but the enemies were lower level, so it didn't. It did not really matter. Now, when you get to the back end of the game for the end game, that's where your gear kind of and the level of that really matters. So, I guess if you're going to play it for the end game, it'll give you a bit of a leg up if you can get through it. 
But other than that, like if you're struggling and playing this game and you're listening to this, like I would just put it on. You could put it on free, like put it on normal. Like just it, it really doesn't matter. Like you're not going to miss anything out from it, and it'll probably make things much less frustrating because it just gets progressively harder. Um, yeah, I think the, the the thing that makes that worse is the fact that you can't even sit down and go right, get some like and say right, let's do it this way or this. Like basically get some tactics in yeah. in play to do to deal with it. It just doesn't let you do that. It's kind of like your 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 gears are high enough level or it isn't, or you've got the right combination of skills, or you haven't. It's yeah. <clears throat> it's it's very difficult to judge. No. What did you make of the leveling up? So as as a character, we set our classes. Now mm-hmm. you weren't able to change a class, and what a class essentially gave you was access to free abilities to start with. Um, 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 like one of mine was um, like a charging ability. One of my, Another one of mine was this giant leap. I could use a tethering ability to suck enemies in. So you unlock all stuff. But it's all tied to your, your class you choose at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. And throughout the game, each time you... Well, not each time you level up. Sometimes when you level up, you get a class point which you can then go into this little lovely looking rpg tree it's got three sort of channels and you're like oh that's gonna be really good to spec all that out eventually and we get to the end of the game and you 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 hit level 30 you don't go up anymore at that point it's all gear reliant like your your whole progression in the end game is all based on your gear score and we'll probably touch on that in a bit um so you can't get any more class points and we come to realization well we don't think you can get any more class points someone please correct us but you can't you can't fill out that RPG tree. Nope. <laughs> so, what do you make of that? Because I know that frustrated you seeing all those empty spaces that you're never going to be able to fill out. You're you're never going to become as powerful as you perhaps thought you were. Yeah, I mean, when you when you first start it, you you you're like adjusting it to the challenges that you currently got, thinking it doesn't matter. I'll unlock I'll unlock all this anyway. Mm. Um, and you just you don't. Like it, 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 it gives you enough for one of the three trees. And not even all of it. You still have to make some sacrifices on that journey. If you want the two big stats at the end, you have to drop a couple during that tree because there's like little side bits as well. So you can't even yeah. get that fully specced out. But I, like you, I was expecting not to really matter because I was going to get everything. And I think we got quite late and was like, this tree ain't going up. Yeah, that's <laughs> like we'd leveled, I remember leveling up and going didn't get a class point there yeah, yeah. like what, what's happened here like, why is it doing me out of that i thought it might be a glitch but it doesn't look like it is no it sounds and i don't know whether you can get them in the end game further but we played for a little quite well a couple of hours or so and didn't get an extra ones and your level doesn't move anymore and historically that was the only way to do it so i don't know what that's all about i wish again i wish i'd known that because I would, i'd have definitely taken a different approach i would have looked at the end of each tree each subtree and said, right, yeah. what's what's the best of those three? I'm going to go for that. But because I was trying to do the everyman approach, I got about 10% all through three of them. And I, I really had no no real guts on me at the end of it. So yeah, wish, same. Wish it bloody and those, told me that. Those end powers right at the end are the ones that would have been super useful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, the good so thing yeah, is you was... can reset the tree at any time. So you can restart that, which... Some games that don't do that, I'm like, come on, just let me do that. But that plays into one of my other frustrations is that you can't try any other class. So I was thinking, oh, I'll fancy playing as that trickster trying that. But the only way to do that at present is to start a new campaign with a new character. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm a fucking altered human that's got superpowers. I should be able to just change classes here, but evidently not. 
So yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, you can understand why locking it in. But in the in the law that they've got, it wouldn't do any harm for yeah. you to just be able to to change that through it. it I, don't, I don't see what harm that would do. So you just yeah. think just because I was similar to you after I'd realised there was no point in this long range game, I'd have changed to saying saying else. It yeah. just offers no benefit. Well, how do you think the actual the, the, the one of the one of the I guess the unique things is that it's a third person shoot with cover that feels a bit like Gears of War, but you've also got these three powers like I mentioned, and you're expected to kind of blend those into your gameplay and mix it up. As a little loop of shooting, a bit of power dabbling, how did that at a sort of a, a macro level feel to you? Was it a good you see more like to see more of that because we kind of get a little bit of that in in death uh, the division you get like a couple of powers that like you can chuck a turret out and things like that and put a shield up but these were much more at least in my class much more direct sort of attack focused stuff yeah i guess most of mine was i mean i could tailor someone i mean i had that heel on for a while didn't i when it was yeah. getting a bit getting a bit hard but i really felt like that was hurting what I could do because it was such a passive power. I always felt like I needed more. So it does encourage you to be more aggressive. I just think it's a bit confused. Like I just don't, sometimes I just think, why have you put that cover there? Like it, it, it literally, the snipers can still hit me behind it. I'm getting rushed yeah. from behind it. It was just felt a bit, it, I think it lends itself to being a cover shooter, but doesn't, it, it's just not like anyone that thinks it's a cover shooter. It just, you shouldn't label it as that no. because you can't heal behind it. Really. You can't do anything. It's, no. it's, it's, it's relatively useless, but I did like, I, I felt like my, my powers, if you like, were yeah. useful. Cooldowns um, are pretty reasonable. Yep. I felt they get, you don't have to wait a long time for stuff to regen. So that's always mm-hmm. helpful. I think if you're going to give people stuff, like you don't think it's going to be four minutes before I can use this again, so I better make it count. Like you can pretty use it pretty much like at, at whim, um, and perhaps hold back one or two for for disrupting certain enemies. But yeah, and it yeah. lets you equip things, and some of my progression tree reduced the cooldown of my yeah. gadgets and stuff as well. So it does that quite well. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't find the combat um, unsatisfying on a whole. I mean. I, Again, you, you sort of get a bit used to what you've got. Um, mm. But like, I remember unlocking that rocket launcher power, and I was like, cool, this will do some damage, and it just didn't. Yeah. So that felt a bit underwhelming, I guess. But like those blighted rounds that I had, like chucking them on and just absolutely melting someone with 80 rounds of it was super satisfying. Yeah. Um, I quite like the blend. I just wish I wasn't so uh, squishy, um, yeah. I think. I feel like if I wasn't as squishy, I could make a better use out of out of my power yeah and then i feel like i could have done that with reducing the amount of enemies so you didn't get so many bullets in your ass or and or just making your character more resistance or resistance sorry mm. so there's definitely things they could have done to make that that better loot this is what people have come here to hear about <laughs> i hope they haven't because that's a real disaster i'm not really I'm not a big fan of this loot stuff because it just becomes a numbers game you're looking for on the road and then not getting it now you've got obviously it's a very standard I think loot system in that each weapon has a rating and there's slightly different roles and, and mods that you can get as well. The mod part of the game is something I really wish I'd delved into a bit more. I think you spent some time fiddling with that, but mm. high level or low level, whatever loot, armor, weapons, and mods. What are we looking at here for people? Yeah, so it's your standard common to 
greens, bluebells, <laughs> green garbage, um, purploids, and goldies. Yeah. Um, so it's the usual usual system. Um, you know, in terms of weapons, you got a, a, there is some variety there. Um, but again, going back to my earlier point, it's like they do like burst rifles or one shot rifles and things, yeah. and it's just not ever cutting the mustard. Um, so they kind of give you that variety, but the way that the game's structured, it you have to you have to run an LMG or an SMG <laughs> or both, really. Um, so they, that's that's all right. And then as you know, as the, that common to or that green, it's just stats. Yeah. And then as you get into the blues and the purples and the legendaries, you get um, the mods that go with it. And some of the yeah. mods are, are pretty cool. Um, like I liked, I got one gun that that throws an enemy when I hit him with it. Yeah. And I, I, super useful. So I think it would have been useful to again. It's like tell me. Show me what I'm supposed to be doing Just here. Just he was sitting there unused, wasn't he, for most of the game? Actually, he had quite a lot of he had quite a lot of use if we'd sat down and learnt the system. Yeah, because I think once you, if you get a gun with a certain mod and you dismantle that gun, yes, you you, you get rid of the turret, but you also then keep that mod permanently. Yeah. So you can put that mod on any weapon interchangeably yes. or or armor, yeah. which is a really cool system, I think. So it can really customize your gameplay mm. also to the type also also to the situation um arguably more powerful than some of those abilities yeah because yeah the, some of the stuff that you can get in the mods is really really powerful in certain situations and like and some can, of the mods buff sorry and some of the mods buff up your powers yes so yeah. for example i had those blighted rounds which do ridiculous damage but one of the mods that i put on my gun gives me an extra mag of those blighted rounds and stuff so yeah Again, if you dabble in that stuff early early on and understand it and, and know kind of the... It all goes hand in hand, right? Because if you know the class progression you're going to move along on that skill yeah. tree, yeah. you know what kind of character you're going to be, you know what kind of guns you need, and then therefore know what kind of mods would, would go with that. Mm. But it doesn't tell you any of that at all throughout it, and it's only when you get to the end of it when you get some of the better mods where you go, actually, that's really useful. Yes. And then you look at it and you go, oh, I could have done all this. And That would have been fun. It's, and also, like I think I mentioned this to you several times, and you probably have the same feeling sometimes. You think in these looter shooters, in these level-based games where you're always going up the food chain, the the common assumption is, well, I'm going to get this perploid, and then in three arenas, it's going to be turp. It's going to be out of level. It's not going to be of any use. So uh, for some reason in my head, I felt like I just had to play the numbers game and that the, the, the going after the firepower rating or the armor rating was the way to go. And be, just from past experience that you just have to chuck stuff away, I just wasn't really aware of this mod system until really it was too late. And mm. I'd gone off, you'd gone off your own back and sort of delved into it. And I was like, oh, this is actually very useful. And I was actually, I could, now it's in the end game and I, we kind of sussed it out. But... Mm. The my my previous assumption of that you just you just throw away items, um, whilst true, it's it's not as simple as that because you get to keep the mod and that can be applied elsewhere. And yeah, yeah. It, it it doesn't babysit you through that selling system, crafting or modding. It 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 it, it lets you know it's there if you mm. want to use it, but it doesn't. You don't know whether you're better off crafting or whether you're better off selling or whether oh, yeah. what you get for crafting, what you get off for dismantling. What what it doesn't make any Where's of that clear scrap at all. Going? Yeah, and in, in the end, it's like we made a decision, didn't we? Certain ones scrap, certain ones sell. Yeah. Um, 
But when you get to that end game, it all becomes largely redundant anyway because you're looking for these um, drop pod uh, currency, yeah. if you like. Yeah. And that's where you're going to get the big stuff. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's all right. It's not unsatisfying. But, again, it's like you feel like you're constantly swapping in and out, swapping, swapping, swapping. And you get so used to doing that. Yeah. Um, you, you kind of forget about the modern piece. Yeah, you don't take a moment to delve into that, and no. yeah, that's that's. I would say that's just born out of the way the game, way these games are. Is that I feel like I'm trained to do that, swap it out, mm. chuck it away, and really, there was actually quite a cool system underneath it with the mod system that could have been customized and, and tweaked with. But at the same point, you don't want to be sitting there in the fucking menus for half hour between missions. So it is a balance of. Yes, I want to delve in the mods, but do I want to spend so much time fiddling? And then, you know, as we just mentioned, you're going to get a load mm. of good stuff on your next run and probably have to change it all again. So I don't, mm. I don't know what the solution is to that. I think it actually is a really difficult problem to solve because people constantly want more stuff and they want to be feel like they're getting better. Mm. Um, whilst not really having to, they don't want to spend, or well, I don't want to spend too much time fiddling if I can help it. But then I've, I've in this case, I've missed out on a cool system. I think. The thing that I struggle—I would say struggled, and not necessarily struggled with in this game—is that it dropped too much green and blue stuff, like tut, basically, yeah. off enemies too often. And then when you killed some of the bigger stuff, it didn't give you enough rewards. Yeah. So I would have preferred to have seen less drops, but more interesting drops, if that makes sense. I think yeah. that the, you just end up make them more meaningful. Yeah, basically. I think yeah. there's so much of it that you just got, you know, you get a green that's worth this, you get a blue that's worth that, you get, you just get inundated with all these numbers. Um, I'd have preferred it if the end, you know, because why why would a big old beastie be dropping a perploid? Like, when you actually break it down, why would he be doing it? Like, if there's a <laughs> chest at the end or a room at the end or something and there's you open the chest and there's your reward, yeah. like, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, it's... It's okay. I, I I felt like it was all right, but um, you just end up chasing numbers, and because you're not really aware of this mod stuff, and it, to be fair, it probably is more relevant for the end game stuff. So mm. it's not the end of the world. It doesn't tell you about it to then. But if you're not interested in that, then you miss out on something that's quite interesting throughout a whole campaign. Yeah, <laughs> which is pretty much exactly what we did, unfortunately. <laughs> mm. um, any other? high-level items that you wanted to touch over because if not I've got a list of like hits and misses to chat about but anything um, else that you wanted to get off your chest before I go and some really strange not strange but some very specific annoyances that I've picked out or positives yeah I mean I think it's easy to start with the negatives right I think mm. there's some really annoying technical elements of the game that I'm sure you'll touch on um and I'll probably leave that in the, in the entirety to you. But the main one for me was um, the waypoint system. Um, that was just diabolical. Yeah. Um, sometimes I feel like the game was a bit confused between open world and linear. It's kind of like it was a linear game that wanted to do open world elements and it just didn't. It's like when we spent ages looking for some stuff and it's like what am i looking for and it turned it, it it was just a bit odd in that respect it doesn't direct you specifically to what the right areas all the time and it gets snarled up in itself quite a lot 
yeah. Go on. Yeah, like the technical side of the game is pretty poor. I think that's that adds to the frustration for sure. And mm. I don't think we've we've not necessarily unanimously sung its praise in the game plan loot area and whatnot. I think we've but we under, we've had good time with it in that sense, I think. But there was mm. just so many things that were just constantly pulling us down. Constantly. So I mean one of the first things is there's a lot there's a lot of loading in this game. There's a lot of <laughs> Oh, you need to go to area A. Okay, I can walk to area A. Okay, now you need to go to area B. Oh, okay, there's a bridge there or a gap. I've got to jump over it. Oh no, you've got to, you've got to go to fade to black. Watch your character jump over it, fade back in. It's like, and that happens constantly. And the annoying thing is that the game has. So there's a point where we got separated by one of those loading screens. It shouldn't let you do that. But basically, the game crapped out. And loading was actually on the other side of this wall through this crack, because another one is that you, you squeeze through a fucking gap like you do. Um, and he was running around in an area that was full and had all that. So the it was there. It wasn't loading. It wasn't closing down that session and then going, right, I'm loading this new area up. It was all there for us to, to actually go to. But for some reason, it restricted and made us go through these loading screens. And that happened also with when parts of the map would sort of You'd go into like an area, and it maybe spiral up and then go over, and you'd better look down, and you could see the chest that is only accessible through a loading screen if you go back through it. But it was there glowing; it was all rendered; it was all there. But for some reason, they put these fucking little transition phases in there, and it really just completely breaks up the flow of things. Like if you were going through like a whole area and wanted to just. I don't know, grind or go to a, go to do, do a, do a mission again. Like this completely breaks the flow of that. I was like, they, when, if they do a second game, one of the big things I want to see improved is that all these, all these zones you go to, like they all have like, there's, but it's quite a few zones. So a lot of mm. them get repetitive. Um, have at least all those zones like seamless, like open air, like destiny. You go to the easy, EDZ and, it's open, isn't it? There's no, there's no fading down. I know it plays tricks in the background. It's doing stuff, but for me as a player, I'm just walking through a tunnel, for, or running through the, the tunnel that's there, and, and you know it feels a seamless experience. The, mm-hmm. the amount of times it interfered and had to stop things really bothered me. Yeah, it it, it wasn't good, and it just the thing is at the, at the beginning you don't you don't know it's going to do that, so you're like trying to figure out mm. what's over this bridge then and it doesn't let you go over there and it's like but oh, it's locked because yeah. <laughs> it's locked and then obviously you come to one of these side quests or whatever and go to do it and it's um it's one of these transition screens and you go a bit it's literally like a, a second or two yeah. like just see him jumping it's just like why is that in a game in 2021 <laughs> yeah like i thought we got rid of this years ago yeah <laughs> that is, that's what made it feel definitely like a bit of a throwback for sure um you mentioned the quest markers so for some reason this this felt like it only happened about well i thought we was well over halfway of the game but in hindsight we're probably just reaching the halfway mark um it suddenly started we'd we'd finish a side quest and then you usually have to hand it into someone which is in another area which is another loading screen so you have to physically like travel your convoy to there um using the map and you, you sit for another loading screen so what we would typically do is in each area clear down as much as we could then do all the handing afterwards. For some reason, it started to, at the end of every side quest, if I did not switch 
the um, the quest, so the, the, the new quest we we're going to go to, before we fast travel back to camp, it would mess up the waypoint system. So the waypoint, you press up, when it works, it's great. It's this little line that comes out and it'll show you where you've got to go and take you off to the area you need to go. For some reason, it would go back to the area you just were. It would always try and take me back or us back to wherever the, the, the completion point for the previous quest was. And that is in itself shouldn't really be a problem because you should be accompanied by a map that shows you where you are. So you think, right, okay, it's telling me to go left, but I can see on the map that we need to go right for this new quest. But the map doesn't is not really in real time. It just shows you the general area you're in. So you're forever hunting around trying to think, right, Logan, what way are we facing here? Right, I think we're facing north, so I think it's down this way. And then it'll either update randomly or it wouldn't, and you have to go back. But it's just sloppy things like that. Really yeah, I mean, I had my go. feet up, didn't I? I was letting you deal with all that, but it was even annoying me after a while. Well, it's just, just because I was having down. to witness it. It does, yeah. Yeah. Um, that, like, again, basics. Yeah, it's basics. I remember there's a boss fight we did quite early. There's there's three phases to it. Each each phase had its own black loading screen and re <laughs> and, and like re intervention of the the boss. And I was like, this is really breaking the flow. I've just loaded to come in the fucking area because it don't let you do that without a fucking load screen. So that's annoying me. Um, we've done the quest markers. Lots of like, wisecracking protagonists I've wrote down here. He's a bit jolly, this cunt, isn't he? I know he hasn't been through the wars like all these poor other bastards have because he's stuck in cryo, but he's a bit he's a bit too upbeat for me. I don't know what you thought. Because, you, you know, you create your character, you change their appearance... Voice stays the same, delivery stays the same. You don't have any, you don't have any agency over the story. Um, you make no decisions, so you are stuck with this guy or gal. So I don't know what you thought of the the fella. My guy was called Virgil, and he seemed a bit like too upbeat for me, really. So it's a depressing world, and he didn't fit the mold. Yeah, it 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 didn't really. It sort of come out of nowhere. It sort of goes from trying to be serious to like really overly sort of jokey to try and be mm. funny and it, i think it struggles with the with the tune that it wants to set mm. um i mean some of it was amusing in a, in a in a weird kind of way but it's only because you then i don't know it's like don't get me wrong he's like invincible right like he's he, he can't die basically though yeah. he's got a bit of a laissez-faire attitude to a lot of things unless you're playing the game in which case you get fucking melted down by a standard bullet so disconnect there, there is that <laughs> um but yeah i i agree it was kind of it, it started off the game very serious like it was like a serious dude like outrider i'm here to you know army sort of military yeah. attitude to things and then randomly in the game he just starts being this sort of like it reminds me of Spider-Man. You know when Spider-Man started, like, you know, when he starts doing that dance, like when he's running, like, Tobey Maguire, mm. and he starts doing that dance. Oh, yeah, when he sort of like, Venom, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's just, like, completely out of character. You just yes. think, where does this come from? Like, so it sort of hits you like that. Um, but I kind of got used to a bit in the end, like, his, mm. his style. I, it, I, I'd have preferred it if it was a bit more serious because, ultimately, the lore of the game leads you to be it's a serious yeah. story basically um so i don't know why he's 
his character's basically at odds with the whole story. Yeah. That's what I that's what that's what I determined, but I just accepted it in the end. No, you don't fit in. Um the only other one I've got here is that you can't pause during cutscenes and you can't pause the game, which is is par for the course of these online games. Um when you're in a co op, but even solo, you can't do that, and that does annoy me slightly. And I understand it's because the session's open, technically it's an online, la, la, la. But if I need a piss or I want to get a coffee, I can't be just doing it mid-battle. I've got to finish off the battle, make sure I'm safe, and then sit down. So that, that irritates me. Yeah, um, that's fair. Uh, the, the, real, the only real hits I had, really, is that... I feel like they, they had a good go at trying something different. And the more specific thing that I liked, which every loot game should have, is the Postmaster. That old postie. little that yeah. old postie from Destiny. So if you forgot to pick up an item during your, your fight or your battle, you missed it, the postie will pick it up for you and deliver it, which I think is always good because I hate missing stuff um, and then not getting it. So mm. there's that. Any other hits or misses for you before a real... <sighs> when i was playing it i mean the, the phrase i think i said most is there's that bullshit again yeah. um i did say that a lot um but i don't know whether that that was frustration in the end or or what but mm. um i just think there's a it, technically it uh, oh we didn't talk about disconnections did we no i was going to touch on that Sorry, that's, so, that's the, I can't believe I didn't write that down. <clears throat> so, so basically, I started that trend off, didn't I, initially? Yeah, kicked it off we, for us. We thought it was going to be an issue. We didn't know whether it was my console struggling or mm. or what it was. But then, funnily enough, as we got through it, it then became a bit of a mixed bag between you or I. We'd sort of... I think there was one mission where halfway through... Oh, no, we haven't even talked about that door bullshit as well. What one? You know that door where you you I couldn't go through it. The door was closed, so we were stuck halfway through. A mission. Oh my god! Yes, during a mission, you a door is supposed a a large garage door is supposed to open to give you access to like the second part of the map. The door did not open. Enemies could walk through it. I couldn't walk through it. Logan couldn't walk through it. My one of my powers was to go up in the air and then like and then like sort of jump on people i could do that and glitch through the door and then i I was on the other side and i could in theory do the next battle but logan couldn't get through and there was no way to get him through so we had to restart it and that was quite early in hindsight that should have been but fortunately because you went through the door you got a checkpoint did so when we when we because we both died didn't we to kick off the last checkpoint and because you'd phased through and got that it actually pushed us through but basically that's a known issue in the game and we were just at that point we'd experienced the rubber banding and we didn't play this this as soon as it came out it was like a couple of weeks after it maybe maybe a week or 10 days but like Mm. it already had a patch or two (laughs) yeah and there's still a lot of two happening yeah, this yeah, this is post, post significantly post release. Mm. Um, but yeah, we had that, and then obviously we had continued random DCs throughout. You Largely, we got lucky. Yeah, we got a bit lucky. But then in the later part of the game, it kept just chucking me to the dashboard, like just hard crashing the game. And yeah. I was like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, that sort of stuff. Again, amongst the other stuff, is probably the stuff that drags the game down the most, which in some ways is a shame, but in other ways, it's just like, well, it just doesn't do happen these... on games now. No, it just, it just doesn't happen. The, the bar is very high, unless you're cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> the bar is very high, and it says it should be. That sort of bullshit should be ironed out. Really, it is a triple A game. Yeah. Like, 
it, it is whatever way you look at it, it's a triple a game so you know I, i've i can't remember ever playing a call of duty or anything like that i mean but i mean it, this has to be said on a on a 2014 xbox one as well that i'm playing it on mm. um you know creed didn't have any issues and that's a big old bloody game yeah um so it's still playing reasonably demanding games um and I think it's damning more than anything that it's doing on a brand new console. Yeah, like there shouldn't be, it shouldn't be dashboarding with that yeah. that frequency. I mean, it basically every time we played it, we'd probably experience one or two or, or both. You and I going to dashboard or crashing out completely. Yeah, it's not it's not really good enough. Oh, and the other thing that we had. Sorry, we, we, <laughs> there's so many things that we forgot about. Um, when you would crash out, or when I would crash oh. out. You then had to come out, close the game in the dashboard, and reload it again so that I'd get the invites to the party. Both of us would have to do that. So if one of us got bumped out, the other one had to restart the game anyway. It was so strange. Like Invites would not work unless we did that. And it was like, what is going on here? And that took a few tries to figure that out. It was like, what's going on here? Why aren't you getting the invites? Mm. I was blaming him. I was like, where are you? I'm DC'd and I'm fucking sitting here in this menu getting told off for it and yeah, it's not know, my fault, it's fault. Um, yeah. but yeah there were so many little things like that that we that, that, that are easy to gloss over but add to the frustration of the experience I think um, what because it can happen at any point it just happened so regularly that i was almost numb to it like mm. was the end of it <laughs> i was just like it's just like this is the game yeah. like it doesn't you feel just take it yeah you just you just go ah oh. this doesn't feel like it's not normal now and i guess that's why i sort of erased it from my brain mm. um Really quick, we'll touch on the end game. Uh, I mean, I can give a quick once over, and if you want to add anything, you can. Essentially, the end game is you, you don't your character no longer levels up. You you basically go through single missions um, that are quite short, probably no longer than twenty minutes. They're new, they're new maps, but in areas that you've been to previously, so you'll recognise all the aesthetics and the enemy types and whatnot. And the basic crux of it is because you don't level up anymore. The way you're going to get through this is to make sure you've got higher level gear and better gear. So all that stuff sort of starts to unlock and there's, there's, there's some real heavy hitters like Logan mentioned that you can buy some super good gear, but you need to do a lot of grinding to get that. And the way to grind is to select a, a challenge tier level that will decide, um, again, the level of the enemies, how difficult it is and, and the potential rewards. So obviously they increase the harder you do it. And then the other sort of little flavor they've added on to the end game um, missions are that they are all timed and your reward is based on the, the, the time you take. So there's like a gold, silver, bronze, and then like not a fail, but like a non-graded stuff. And obviously if you get a gold, you get you get more loot or more percentage chance of loot. It's against all percentages. There's no guarantees in this game, which is something that will irritate some people, I guess, but that's how most of these games work. And then you'll also, you, you may unlock a new challenge tier to, um, to play with and, and try and to unlock the very final mission. We never got this far. We played it for two hours and then chucked it in. Cause we think we were tired by that point of the game. And that was a fresh session. Um, and you've got to unlock all the change tiers, and I think it's 15 of them. So you have to, you're going to have to do those higher tiers, and you have to get all the, the the. I can see where it's going, and it feels a quite a meaty end game. I must say, I didn't hate that uh, the idea of that. I'm not fond of this timing bollocks because sometimes it does get so hard that you know you're under pressure a lot and you need to catch your breath but i actually felt like the areas because it was just a to b there was none of this faffing like oh where am i on the map 
it made things so much more simplified and actually some of those were, were quite enjoyable those little missions I remember one of them we went to there's there's a boss to fight usually at the end and the guy was having like a party in like a warehouse somewhere and I was like oh that's quite yeah. cool um, had some potential there but you know I think we were so burnt out from the campaign again you chop off 10 hours of that cut a third of it out and maybe we we spend another five ten hours in the end game flugging away, but I think we were so uh, just we just sort of were over it really at that stage. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd agree with that, and I'd have preferred to to your point cut five hours off the campaign, mm. add five hours onto end game. But the pr- trouble with that end game is it's there's, at the moment there's nothing there's no reason to do it beyond just saying I've done it. Like yeah. ticking a box. Yeah. Like if there was, you know, if you really want those powerful weapons, then you can grind it. But there's nothing. I think harking back to Destiny, there was that raid, so you knew you had to get mm. the better weapons to do that raid. It's like Destiny finishing, saying you can do those nightfall strikes, mm. but there's no raid to aim for. There is a so final was, expedition that they were tabling, but yeah, but it's not. It's not going to be anything outside the norm of. It's yeah. you know, it's the, the raids in Destiny have a level of mechanics and cohesion that you need to do with six people. This mm. would just be an, a very hard mission that we've we've done. I would suspect. Yeah, yeah. with a with a big old boss, with a big old boy at the end with Took coming mm. out, and then you beat him. Yeah. Away. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that that's what Destiny does, but yeah. it does. But it adds a layer of of as you say, it adds some mechanics that you have to master that make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think to to a point, it's kind of like unless you know it's there if you want it, it can't be sniffed at because they're giving you that content. But I just think once you get to the end of that, you kind of like, mm, yeah, you know, because it's not they're not you know, and it's not necessarily a criticism the fact that they're not changing things all the time and adding new challenges in and doing this that, and the other every week. Like it's not that sort of game, and they've never promised it would be. But I think that's what makes end game content difficult is that if it isn't something continually to work for or to get or or different challenges to do, it just becomes a bit boring. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Right, the all important part is what sort of not really a score. We give like two thumbs up, one fun up, thumbs in the middle, or one down, two down. So it's a very straightforward system. Logan, the first time you'll be doing it, you've done this in a long, long time, probably years mm. actually. Mm. But where are you going to put your thumbs for Outriders? It's but- really difficult uh, because it's really difficult because the technical aspects of the game bring it down so much. I mean, for me, I'd probably say it's one thumb down. Mm. And the reason for that is because i think if technically it was flawless the game would be average i think it it, you know i think that's where it sits for me but because of all those technical issues that we had it definitely brings it down for me yeah i i I would definitely put one thumb down as well unfortunately um again the technical issues drag it down I, i get annoyed at things that are needlessly too long so that never that didn't help it it wasn't it wasn't interesting enough for the full campaign and ultimately had i not played this 
I don't think, and those that haven't played it, I don't think you're missing out on a great deal is the crux of it. I know there's some areas that love it. They think it's really the innovation there between blending the, the, the abilities and the shooting and the cover is is new. It's like, well, not, you're not technically wrong, but I just never felt like it came together cohesively enough and consistently enough. I think there were some good highs where it would come together like... We'd, we'd, we'd either gel our pals together or I'd be able to tether them together. Or you'd feel like you'd feel powerful in those situations, but then you'd just get shit on in the next four minutes and it'd just evaporate all the, the goodwill it built up. And that was just a constant thing. And it was, it was slowly, but slowly, but surely coming further and further down. So unfortunately it's a, it's a one thumb down. I wouldn't, you know, if they said there's an outriders two and it's the same length, I'd walk away from it almost immediately, unless all, all technical issues issues were fixed and then they did something else interesting. But I think, unfortunately, I would have to agree with Mr. Logan that that will sit in that category um, and never to be played again. That'll be the end. Of yeah. It. Yeah. Cool. Well, unbelievably, I did have other subjects on the docket that we could have um, spoken <laughs> about, but. You know, we we played a lot of Outriders recently, so sometimes we do real deep dives, and that's going to be one of them. So we'll get to those another time in the future. But I don't think there's much more to say other than thank your good self for joining us this week. Good to have you back. Yep, good to be back for a, for a once a well twice a year show. I'll do one here, and I'll be back for the quiz in uh, in December. Well, now you've got all this technical stuff set up, I'll be coming back to you. <laughs> now I've seen it works. That's what I do. I find those that have got the technical set up and drag them on. It shouldn't be hard, should it? It shouldn't be, but some people, not naming any names, Adcock, make it difficult. And um, you have to put a static image of him sitting there with his top off. It's like, that's not helping anyone, is it? So we're trying to get that sorted. But there's definitely other stuff I wanted to speak to you about, which we'll get to another day. I'll tease the audience with that. So when you're back, it'll either be a game that we've both been playing or it'll be one of those subjects or maybe a blend. We'll see. But uh, everyone, thanks for listening as per usual. You know where to find us. Twitter is at Dimp Digital. Instagram's Dimp Digital. Facebook's Dimp Digital. The YouTube channel's finally got its identity back. So that's youtube.com slash Dimp Digital. <coughs> Excuse me, after I fucked about of it last year, I had to wait a whole year to get that back. So that was a real error on my part. Ronnie weren't happy with that. That was torturous for him. So that might even start me booting up for some new content but I'm not going to promise anything on that front but nothing more for us to stay here other than thanks for your time and ta-da This was a Dimp Digital production.